Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the many bits of lore in the Wheel of Time universe we all find ourselves woven into is the One Power. Not to be confused with the True Power, which is the power of the Dark One. The One Power is the force that turns the Wheel of Time itself. The wheel that weaves the very pattern of the ages. While we learn a great many things about the One Power over time, one thing is still shrouded in mystery and speculation. Objects of the Power. Specifically, Angrial and Sa Angrial. We know what they do, we know why they are used, and we know they are uncommon, almost legendary in their scarcity even. But we know next to nothing of their origins or their production. Thanks to the speculative minds of our Wheel of Time Spoilers Discord members, a very in-depth and feasible theory has been compiled. In Book 14, Randall Thor, the Dragon Reborn, is making his final arrangements as he is prepared to die for the salvation of his people. Before he goes, however, he bestows parting gifts on those he cares for the most. Amongst them, and the most relevant to this topic, is the Terangrial he presents to Elaine Tracond. He explains that he has learned that she has a talent and a passion for Terangrial. He then goes on to bestow knowledge from the Age of Legends upon her, explaining, in the briefest of ways, how Angrial were once made in the Age of Legends. The Terangrial he gave her, he named a seed. He said that the seed was channeled through to make Angrial, and that is all we have as in-text canon. It has been decided, through much debate and inference, that while the seed is needed to produce an Angrial, or saw Angrial, it does not become the Angrial itself. Rather, a chosen item is selected to be the Angrial. Elaine and Avianda seem to feel like some of the Angrial they found had a feeling of being sentimental or personal in some way. They even speculate that in the Age of Legends, when the making of such items was not a mystery, it wouldn't be surprising to find that they were made specifically for a certain person, as either a gift, a memento, or as a commissioned piece. The material and size of the object to be transformed seems not to matter, as we see a wide variety of 
as we see a wide variety of items that have become unreal throughout the series, with size never being a consistent indicator for the overall strength of the unreal. Amongst them, jewelry, ivory carvings, amber brooches, and carvings of statuettes of various other materials. It is to be inferred that the process that is undertaken to create Angrial changes the composition of the item, making them stronger and more damage resistant without changing the appearance. This seems only to be a rule for Angrial, as some Terangrial are changed from the original appearance after being completed, such as the Stone Ring Dreamweaver Elaine tries to recreate. An important thing to know about Angrial and Saw Angrial is that they are specifically attuned to one half of the one power, either the male half, Sidene, or the female half, Sidar. One attuned to Sidene will do nothing for a woman, and vice versa. But that tidbit begs the question of how that attunement is determined. After some speculation and reasoning, it has been reasoned that the half of the one power being used in the process of manufacturing the Angrial or Saw Angrial determines the attunement. If it is Sidene being fed through the seed, the Angrial will be attuned to men. If Sidar, women. With materials and attunement now explained and determined, it is important to discuss the actual making of the Angrial. It has been determined that the seed acts as a conduit or a middleman in the process. A channeler, male or female, will channel the power into the seed. The seed will then take the power being fed into it and amplify it, before allowing it to be sent into the object that has been chosen to become the Angrial. This process is very draining on those who undertake it. It requires long durations of channeling at one's capacity and dumping the very strength into the seed. Once the seed has collected enough power and strength from the channeler, it will begin to admit flows of the power that the channeler has to direct into the object that will be the Angrial. This adds to the difficulty as the channeler is now pouring their raw power and strength into the seed while directing the flows coming from the seed into the Angrial to be. Once the channeler has poured their power into the seed until no more can be drawn from them, a final weave is placed on the Angrial that makes it safe to use. This weave creates a buffer that makes channeling with the Angrial safe to use from drawing in more of the one power than a channeler can handle, even aided. The production of the saw Angrial is almost exactly the same, the difference being that a circle is used rather than an independent channeler. This allows exponentially more power to be fed through the seed and into the item that is to become the Angrial, in this case a saw Angrial. When a saw Angrial is made, the attunement is determined by the one who leads the circle. If it is led by a woman wielding Sidar, it will be attuned to women, and if a man wielding Sidene, then men. As with the production of an Angrial by a single channeler, once the seed has drawn everything it can from the circle, it will stop, and the buffer and weave is then placed upon the item, concluding the process. Whether making an Angrial or a saw Angrial, the process leaves all those involved drained and exhausted, even to the point of being unable to channel for months. It does not permanently weaken those involved. There is no fear of having one's maximum channeling capacity reduced by this process, only temporary exhaustion. If an Angrial or saw Angrial is used in the production of another Angrial or saw Angrial, it is believed that the Angrial in the process will be less effective than it was before, as the seed will draw some of its strength from it and transfer it to the new Angrial. 
There are other dangers beyond exhaustion as well. It is believed those involved can find themselves so drained that their bodies shut down on them, as in the case of those facing starvation. The complete depletion of energy can leave one on the brink of death, making eating and resting well immediately after the process an absolute necessity. These dangers and costs explain why, even in the Age of Legends, Angriol and Sa'angriol were not common. Few would be willing to drain themselves so completely and render themselves essentially useless for so long without good reason. As such, it is believed that they were only made when great prices were paid for them or when great need presented itself.